0: you wouldn't allow your partner to treat you that way so why would you let a friend treat you any less it's the same as like a romantic
1: a romantic relationship.
0: relationship yes like you can't hi everyone my
1: name is moyo hi my name is tosan and we're the host of Peace in no the podcast
0: where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood prioritizing community and wellness
1: ready ready Episode two. Episode two. I can't believe you're here. Me I said neither. that the, same, the first time, but I really can't believe you're same, here. Same, same. I'm actually
0: pretty shy right now. <laughs> okay, welcome back, everyone. um If you haven't tuned in, go listen to our first episode. Um, but yeah, welcome, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about friendships. Um, you know friendship is a touchy subject it is fun it is complex but specifically we want to dive into you know sharing our friendship journey with the world um and then we also kind of want to talk about the stages that we've experienced in, within our own friendship journey as well and what we've seen in other friendships um and also navigating friendship right now. So how we are being intentional about our friendship and um just continuing to maintain it and see where things go.
1: But before we get into that, how are you? Um how am I? That's a good question. How are you, babes? My week has been it's been something. It's been rough. <laughs> it's been something. I think it's been a very busy week. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think anything, like, eventful happened. It was just, like, work, sleeping, work, sl- sleeping, work. Um, but, yeah, how was your week? My week was good. I feel Why like... are you smiling?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot of different things. Um, yeah, my week was good. I think highlights, like, I went on a couple dates. So, nice. that was nice. Um, and yeah, and then I saw one of my friends, like, a long-distance friend is that the word but like yeah he doesn't live in my city so it was nice seeing him as well. so yeah
1: Mike was yeah. good i think for highlights for me um i feel like a grandma with my highlights this week <laughs> but um i was listening to this podcast series by kevin and melissa fredericks mm-hmm. um i don't know if you heard of them a lot of people know kevin because he's a comedian mm-hmm. um But yeah, they have a new book out called Marriage is Hard or Marriage Be Hard. Um, And so they've been having conversations with different like couples, influential couples, Mm -hmm. and talking about the complexity of marriage. Um, And I've just been enjoying the conversation, even though I'm not married, I think.
0: I was just going to say, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) no shade, but you know.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm not married, but I've been enjoying the. Vastness of the conversation because it goes into, like, relationships and, like, misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, even how the religious institute influences marriage and stuff like that.
0: Speak on it. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's been one of my favorite thing to do after work, like, watch their YouTube series. I also finally unpacked after Niagara. Um, I don't know. Do you unpack right after? You right come after. Up- on really? The d- like, the day. We're old. so... <laughs> It's like, so different. Yeah, my sister
0: was like, Oh, you unpacked her day. I'm like, Yeah, why not?
1: Yeah, it takes me a while because I still have to like grieve. <laughs> I still have to grieve the trip. If you are just listening to this episode, in our last episode, we talked about how we had just come back from um, a trip to Niagara. We went there for Thanksgiving, um, long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just finally unpacked, and it's been refreshing to Two like, the, <laughs> it's been refreshing I'm to grieve please. And I deep cleaned and everything, so it was really nice. Um, but I guess I can go into the episode. Um, we we're talking about friendship. This is a conversation that's very dear to my heart. Um, <laughs> but before we dive deep into our own friendship, I want to know who was the first person you ever considered a friend?
0: Um. So for me, I definitely think it was in primary school. I feel like I should have an answer saying oh my sister because you know why your sister I know but like it's not (laughs) (laughs) her. so my first friend or the first person I considered my first friend would be this babe from primary school I'm not going to say her name I don't know she can never hear but like (laughs) she I remember one time we had lunch in school and so she like gave me her food because I think I didn't like mine. I didn't like what my mother gave me. <laughs> and I was like... She was like, mom, yeah.
1: look at other people's plates.
0: Why don't I have potatoes and eggs? Why do I have beans? Yeah, so she like offered me her food and I was just like, mad, she's, the food is nice and she's nice as well. I'm like, you're going to be my best friend. And this is like, I think I was like five or so. So I think simple things like just like seeing her give me something, and she had to eat as well, so like us sharing the food, I was like, "Oh, I think my little brain at then I was just like, "Oh my gosh, you gave me food we are besties, so, yeah, so that's one person, so I think i would I called her a friend because she was in retrospect now she was you know sacrificial, I would say, yeah, sacrificial, I would say so, How about you?
1: <laughs> I think it's same for me. it was primary school, mm-hmm. um I still like i was planning for this episode I was trying to think because we had like a group Mm -hmm. you know I think we were the bad bitches in primary school (laughs) (laughs) we had like a group um, it wasn't like all girls it was like a combination of both um, boys and girls Um, and I was trying to think in preparation for this episode why were we friends and I honestly don't know vibes I honestly don't know I think I just like their vibe they were funny um, I think our parents knew each other, so that was something mm-hmm. um, that kind of bundled us together. But there was no, honestly convenience. Yeah. We saw each other every day. Um, we were in the same class. I think we were all like planning to go to similar high schools. We didn't end up going to similar high schools. None of you? Uh, no. Oh, one. one oh, I think. Okay. We ended up going to the same high school. But, yeah, that was my first experience with Friendship. I have no reason why, like, we were friends. We're just like, we're all here. School sucks. And we might as well have fun. I know we used to go to each other's, like, birthday parties. Uh, It was cute.
0: That's cute. I was
1: so innocent. Like, you don't have anything to give to me. I don't have anything to give to you, but it's all vibes. The babe gave me (laughs) food. That's
0: what I was looking
1: for. But it's all vibes. And I really... There's something... um, What's the word? There's something kind of innocent about Mm -hmm. that level of friendship. And being so young, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I go into
0: a tangent. But like, you don't have to look at their class or like social media to be like, oh, can this person be my friend? Because they have like 5K on Instagram. I don't know. But yeah.
1: Yeah, but it was so innocent. And one thing I was thinking about um, when trying to recall my first friendship Mm -hmm. is when did the idea of a friend, start for me like what made you and what criterias like influence what you consider a friend i think for me it would be like my upbringing
0: for sure i feel like people are the way people navigate the world is mostly based off of how they were brought up So what they saw, what they didn't see, things like that. So for me, seeing friendship was not like friends were not a thing growing up for me. It was like you had a friend from school and that's where they belong. Like they're a school friend or they are a church friend. And my parents didn't really have friends. Like they had people for like social engagements, like weddings. They're like, oh, my friend is getting married. Who is this friend? maybe like their high school friends who they don't really talk to, but they're just going to the wedding because Nigerian parents like to show up their kids. (laughs) So things like that. So they didn't actually have, you know, friends that they could call upon, things like that. If things went wrong, it was mostly family that I had growing up and just seeing them around. So I think seeing how my parents navigated or just had people in their lives and how they, expected me to not be as close with my friends, because they never allowed me to go for sleepovers or anything, and I think that's normal, like in a Nigerian home, that's normal, but I had to fight for that a lot, and even right now, I think they appreciate the fact that I have friends in Canada, because they are not here, so there's, we don't have a lot of family here, anyway, but my, I think the next one would be social media, I think seeing just having social media, having mutual followers, things like that. You just expect for them to be friends, but they are not your friends. Or you see influencers and you're like, oh, let me follow this person and start commenting. And maybe they reply you. You reply to your story and they respond, you're not friends. They're not <laughs> friends with you. They don't know you. They're, you're just a profile, unfortunately. But I think things like that kind of shifted or just in, has been influencing how I see friendships.
1: And, and but comfort. then... I find it interesting just because during this time, though, for -hmm. all the scenarios that you spoke about, so, like, school friends or friends with, like, your parents, we still use the word friend. Mm -hmm. So, what did friend mean at that time? Just someone I know?
0: Just literally. Or someone where you have, like, a mutual connection. So, Mm. school this person is my friend because they go to school School together or this person is my friend because we sit beside each other at church. Even though I don't know their last name, (laughs) like things like that. Or like, Oh, this person is my friend because we go to the same university. We're in the same club,
1: things like that. Yeah. I think it's the same for me when it comes to your household and like how you grew up. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't like to generalize, yeah, but I feel like, for me, growing up in a Nigerian household, um, we have this very superstitious belief of Someone's don't let anybody you. know your business. <laughs> like, you're a friend, but, but that's it. keep an arm's length. Please. Don't talk to me. Don't ask me about my personal business. You I remember we'll be, yeah. for example, we'll be traveling. And we used, to, <laughs> we used to travel a lot as um, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I will be traveling and people would ask, maybe I should not be putting my bu- my parents' business out there. <laughs> but we will be traveling and people would ask, oh, where are you going for the summer and everything? And my parents would be like, you better shut your mm-hmm. mouth. Same. But then these people are also their friends. Mm-hmm. Why are you telling them the dates that you're traveling? I know. And so for me, friendship was just same thing with you people in your surrounding anyone that was not your family mm-hmm. but was around you was typically a friend yeah um and that's something that I've had to fight through in adulthood and I think we'll go into this um in more detail but trying to develop vulnerability when you spend like majority of your lifetime trying to keep people out yeah um and I don't blame them because the people that are evil do be evil. evil. <laughs> the people that the are, Hollywood
0: movies are real, you The people like...
1: that are just hateful, spiteful, they, jealous. Yeah. yeah. Um. But now looking back, I can see how. Yeah, that but was just was. that was loosely that was a loose term, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting to see how my f- um definition of friendship has changed over the years yeah um so where will you say you are now or has that changed for you i think it's changed
0: because of lived experiences like so you know how we talked about people who are just in your surrounding just call them friends high school friends i feel like those are like i don't use word foundational but you in Nigeria, you go to high school for like six years, and high school meaning secondary school, so from just one to um SS3, so Canadian grade, what is it, seven grade to 12? Yeah. Um, and so you spend a significant amount of time with these people, and then in university, you are not with them anymore, so it just changed. And so, I think in my head, I was like, oh, I guess this friend or this was a seasonal friendship. Mm. But then at the same time, I'm like, how do I want to, do I want to maintain this? Or do I even call them friends after university or after high school? Like, do they still, can I still put them in the same buckets or can I not put them in any bucket and just call them my friend, regardless of wherever I met you? Like, does that make sense? But yeah, mm. so I think that's changed because going to high school, I was obviously older. Going to university, I was older. Coming out of university, I was like, okay, I guess these people are just for for university and that's where it's at. Or like LinkedIn friends. They are LinkedIn friends for a reason. LinkedIn friends. LinkedIn friends. Connections. Let me just call them what they are.
1: She said are oh, not besties.
0: We are networking people. <laughs> so like things like that. So... I think just seeing how everyone sort of stays in their bubbles as well because I would notice that when I'm trying to deepen a friendship or create more intimacy they they also put me at a at an arm's length and I don't blame them because I feel like that's how the western world is um so yeah I think it's changed over the years because of how I've seen people treat me, how I've treated people in the past as well, and how I still do. So,
1: um but yeah, but what about you? I feel like I had two drastic changes. Give the, f- me the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was when I moved to Canada. I'm all... Girl. <laughs> I figured out that long distance I'm not for it. It really like opens the kind of warmth mm-hmm. in friendship, or even in any relationship, yeah. both like familial or r- romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Canada, it was just so difficult to maintain friendships. And like I met a lot of wonderful people in high school who I still hold a lot of love for. Mm-hmm. But once I moved, I don't know, it was difficult to communicate. And all your communication is through text or phone um and with text how are you i'm good what's up what are you doing today you yeah bye bye (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really and then you like to send a message and then it's a different time zone Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my god sorry i didn't reply for six hours i just woke up and they also have lives like you have lives as well yeah and you were young very young and stupid so
0: obviously you didn't know how to communicate because you were like what is this you're just like, oh, the conversation is not flowing. It's
1: not given. <laughs> it, it's it not, not ticking. It, it,
0: <laughs> it did not tick. So, yeah. Yeah, so for me, yeah.
1: like, moving was the big change because I realized, one, not only do I not know how to communicate, mm. but I'm starting to realize that the only reason is that we were friends in high school was just because we were stuck, stuck together. The same like, we're in boarding school, we saw each other often, so you kind of have to make friends. Um, yeah. And a lot of these people still love, like, if I saw them, like, it warms my heart. But, like, it was just hard to communicate and keep that relationship going. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second change was after university. Hmm. After graduating. That one,
0: you're a bit older, so I feel yeah. like that would hurt a bit more. Yeah. At least for me, I feel like it would.
1: After graduating, I was like... So I moved, moved to Canada. I've made a couple new friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you still realize that a lot of these friendships were... I don't want to say situational because I don't want to demean the value of those friendships and what they meant to me in those years mm-hmm. because they were like instrumental to my growth. Yeah. Um, but you start to realize that both parties or the multiple parties in the friendship didn't put any extra effort to maintain the friendship aside from we're all here together. We're all in this together once Once we know (laughs) that we are. We're just going to have us breaking out into a song every time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, you've realized that we're all here together and although I like you, I like the person that you are. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough to maintain a friendship. Um, or maybe I just see it differently. But once I left university, I was like, oh, okay, we don't have study groups anymore. We don't live together. We don't
0: have deadlines together. We don't to have deadlines
1: together. We're not experiencing the same amount of trauma together. <laughs> because trauma <laughs> bonding Yeah. It's a thing. Trauma bonded. We're not experiencing the same level of trauma together. Now we actually have to make time for each other. I'm intentional. I was that? I was like, oh, this is new territories for me. Um, so that was my second change. And I feel like now I'm finally in a place where friendship. Um, and I will I will credit that a lot to our friendship. But oh, my gosh. I'm finally in a place in friendship where it requires some friendships and not all friendships because you're going to have people who, there are different lev- um, varying levels of friendship. That's one thing I'm starting to realize that it's not going to be the same with everybody and that's yeah. okay. And the ones that I require intimacy, shared values, the same amount of effort and vulnerability are so important too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you both have to be on the same page. Yeah.
0: It's the same as, like, a romantic romantic relationship. Yes. Like, you can't be expecting someone else to put in... Like, if you're taking time to call them, text them, all that fun stuff, and they're not reciprocating, you need to... I don't know if I said that word right, but you need to tell them and be like, babes, I don't feel loved by you. Because it's the same way. You wouldn't allow your partner to treat you that way. So why would you let a friend treat you any less? And that's a whole different topic. That's a whole different
1: conversation. But we're
0: going to talk about our own friendship journey. Um, Yeah, we want to share how we became friends. How did we become
1: friends, babes? I feel like we have different perspectives Agree on how we became friends. Similar but different. Yeah. You know what? The beginning is a little hazy for me. I'm being serious because I feel like, and even when I think back to a lot of my friendships, I'm like, the first part from the hi, hello, passerby is a little hazy. Like, you don't remember, unless it was something, like, significant. You don't remember all of those moments. But I do remember the first time I heard of you was you were my friend's sister. Correct. She said, "Correct. <laughs> You're my friend's sister. Um, I have this very close friend of mine. Um, we met. Um, well, your sister and I yeah. met at church, um, and she was a little. <laughs> she was a little like I don't know about you, girl. Um, and I was friends with her roommate. Uh, that's even another tangent story. <laughs> but I was friends with your sister, and I always used to hang out with her a lot." Mm-hmm. And I remember meeting you one time at her dorm when we were in university. Um, I was cooking in her apartment. Um, and I was like, Tulu, you don't have any pepe. And she was like, oh, I think my sister does. My sister lives um, in this dorm, so I can let her know to bring some down. And you brought it down. And we barely even spoke. We I was did? just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I went back to what I was doing. <laughs> I went back to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did that progress? Like, I guess we just kept, I kept visiting Tolu and I kept seeing you wanting in a while. And then you and Tolu moved in together. Yeah. Shout out to Tolu. <laughs> you mm-hmm. and Tolu moved in together. Um, and so I started mm-hmm. seeing you more often. And I feel like for a while it was just that. Yeah. It was like, hey, Moyo. Um, hi, bye, hi, yeah. bye. Yeah. Um, and then. When did it change for me? I think it changed for me. We started having when you um, your sister were living together in that basement apartment, we started uh. the trenches, eh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when you sister living in that basement apartment, I feel like there was one time like maybe I and Tolu be watching a movie outside and then you would join us and then we'll break out into conversations about like health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that time we're both going through unhealthy obsessions mm, with yeah. health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Snaps. And that's a different conversation. For that's a different thing. conversation. <laughs> but we're both going through um, unhealthy obsession. I had been going through a lot with like my body changing, with like new diagnosis and stuff. So we're talking about health and wellness a lot. And that kind of just progressed into deep conversations for me. Um, and then we started having conversations about faith. Mm-hmm. and then I started doing your hair even though I didn't do hair yeah. for anybody but I was th- special guys I am special you are special <laughs> but um, I started doing your hair often and you know when you're doing braids it takes about six seven eight hours six it's 12 and we can't sit in silence exactly. and I feel like that was a very um bonding moment for us mm-hmm. and we'll just go on and talk and talk and talk and at that time, I already considered us very good friends. Even before braiding hair, just the passing conversations, working out together, we were doing meal prep together. Um,
0: Sweet potato, broccoli, and chicken oh my breasts. god,
1: broccoli dry. and dry chicken breast, <laughs> dry. <laughs> and we were doing, um, yeah, we were doing like health and wellness things together. And at that time, if people ask me who are your good friends, your name will come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's different <laughs> for you. But, yeah, so that's how, I guess, we became friends for me. Yeah. But how about you? I think, like I said, similar but different.
0: So, like you mentioned in the beginning when, I don't know if this babe, but I knew that my sister had a friend called Tosan. And I was like, okay, cool. Anyway, I'm moving on. Um, So, I'd been in Nigeria. Like, I didn't even... Moved in, moved to Canada yet, and so my sister was like, "Oh, my friend helped you pick out this dress, blah blah blah." And I did pick yes, out for your prom like, for my prom. I because, did pick out yeah. your prom dress. and I was just like, "Oh, this is some babe. As she? She's as a, got it. The fashion sense. She's got it." <laughs> so I was just like, "Okay, cool." But again, I was like, "Oh, familiar. I don't know her." So um yeah, and then I came to Canada and I finally saw you. So I was like, "Okay, this is the babe." Cool, we saw at church. I can like I think I only saw you at church once. I don't even really are know you can
1: to call me a pagan,
0: no me <laughs> like I barely remember seeing you at church because I don't even think you were in Toronto that often. oh yeah, I used so to I feel like by. maybe when you were there, I wasn't mm. but I don't really- when I think of our early days, I don't see you around the church area, and then um, I think after that we're just. Like, my sister and I moved in together, and so you would come over. But then, would only... It was sort of, like, coincidence. So, in my head, I was like, this baby's only talking to me because she is coming over to see my sister. So, I'm only... Like, that's the only reason we have this conversation. Like, she wouldn't come over to see me. So, in my head, one time, when Tristan was like, oh, yeah, I consider you a friend. In my head, I was like, really? Or you just consider me as, you know... And add on to Tolu's friendship.
1: And that broke my heart.
0: I know. Because at first I was like, what do you mean? Like, why is it breaking your heart? Because I thought you genuinely did not. Like, we were just, I was just the little sister. Do you get me? So I was just like, yeah, no. And so it kind of broke my heart. I think we're talking when I was doing, when you were doing my hair, which you don't do for people. But I was like, please I big. Help me. Kept my life (laughs) because it's tough out here in the streets so you like make my hair in your basement apartment with the black cuts.
1: oh my god we've lived life we've actually been through (laughs) it
0: we've lived life but basically i think it started changing when we talked about health and fitness and all of that it was not healthy that was the fitness it was just for me at least i was just like i want to look a particular way and i don't like what i see in the mirror so we're having conversations about that meal prepping, not really thinking through things. We're just very
1: short-term, narrow-sighted people at that point. Anyway. And you know, f- yeah. funny to mention, and that's a conversation for a different day. Yeah. But you know, right after, um, like our health kick, mm-hmm. the way we were eating gave me acid reflux. Oh my gosh! And I'll talk. About that. I'll talk about that. Another time because I went into like keto and all this. Oh "Oh my god, and then I fell sick. It's so that you have to eat cheese, and it gave me acid reflux. My stomach was like, What the hell is this? Wow, but yeah, but yeah, so I think Mm -hmm. it's yeah, like you said, similar, Mm -hmm. but I feel like the point where we both consider ourselves good friends, we're not the same point, yeah, for sure. Like
0: when you're thought that I was a good friend, I just thought I was a convenient friend for you and so i told you like oh really you see me as that i don't because i think if my sister were to move out which she eventually did i didn't see you around so i was like yeah exactly this is proving my point and i think i also had that with a couple other friends because i was like i'm just a convenient friend for you so um and but i think bringing that up to you you that made you realize that like no you are my friend, not just because you happen to be my friend's sister as well. Like, both of you are separate entities. And that made me realize that, you know, it's not just a group effort. Yes, we hang out in group settings, but, like, we are also... We have to, take inter- we have to be intentional with each friend. So, that helped me to, I guess, reciprocate... Let me say the word correctly this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, just... And to just give you the
1: love back. And this is why... Communication is very important. Communication is key. Because now that I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, like what she said, there was no effort into the friendship. It was just like, oh, when we see, we see, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. But what changed? Because now we're telling people that we were just eating rubbish, <coughs> working out and braiding hair. What changed to uh, we're
0: doing a podcast? Yeah. Together.
1: what changed like how we how did we go from there to now we're doing the podcast together
0: yeah I think I sort of touched on this but I think it was that moment when I was honest and decided to communicate and be like babes I don't think like I don't think that's how you you know see me or value me so I think it was that it was me making that Um, step in communicating because I think if I just felt that way and didn't tell you about it I would have just always thought, oh no this babe does not rate me like that (laughs) and you wouldn't have known, you would just you have just thought that, oh yeah I do rate her and me would have like, no so I think that helped to that was the turning point for me at least and then I think um, us then diving deeper into that conversation, like it wasn't just a one day thing, it was a topic we revisited that is a revisited, but it's a topic that was ongoing we talked about it um at different points where we're like okay what do you expect from me from this friendship and i know that's something that's not really talked about in friendships like people just say vibes and all of that but like an intentional friendship i do think requires conversations like these where you are talking about your expectations do you want me to call you like how do you want to be loved what do you want me to put time into um sending you gifts like if gifts are a thing for like your birthday or don't you care about birthdays at all things like that so like trying to explain my expectations for you and you explaining yours to me as well i think was very important to how i would relate to you and how i still relate to you Mm. but that
1: was my word 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 Word, word. (laughs) (laughs) um for me first i always like to clarify I feel like we're talking about a lot of deep, intentional stuff. And I'm clarifying again that all friendships don't have to look like this.
0: Yeah, definitely. There are
1: friendships that are going to be for vibes. And
0: there are different stages of friendships as well.
1: Yeah. It's on a spectrum. There are going to be friendships that are surface level. Um, There's going to be friendship that's just once I see you, I see you. We vibe and then we move out. Or we see once a year and we call it like, and that's fine. That's okay, but we're um, speaking specifically to, pacifically, so we're (laughs) speaking specifically to friendships that you want to be intentional and how that change for um, for us. And I think we both agree that it was that conversation um, when we're braiding your hair. And I remember from my own perspective, once you said that, it made me reflect. Um, And this is why they tell you, that you need to sometimes tell people how you want to be treated Mm -hmm. you can't just expect people
0: to know i'm not a mind reader
1: i don't read minds i know they read your your own so yeah so once she expressed that to me i started to reflect i was like oh the level of friendship she's expecting is also the level of friendship i want Mm. and i desire but i am not putting the effort to create that friendship yeah and so that was a turning point for me where i was like yes we were having multiple conversations. And it's so crazy because this is not something that you have to think about romantically. Mm-hmm. You expect that romantic partners, and I'm not saying we're romantic partners, mm-hmm. but I expect <laughs> um, you expect your romantic partner to express how they like to be loved yeah. and, or how they want to be treated, but we don't give that same kind of energy into intentional friendships. Yeah. Uh, and so when she shared that, I was like, okay, what do you want from me Mm -hmm. and what do i want from you
0: and i think it's the idea of like compatibility Mm. because like typically if somebody me or i'm an i'm a little extroverted and so if i if i'm dating someone and they're not they can't match my energy levels or they feel like my energy levels is just too much and they don't want to deal with me obviously we're not compatible we move on i think it's almost the same thing with friendships like and i'm not saying in terms of being extroverted or not but just you just said i wanted specific things and you wanted that as well and i think that was also important in having shared values and shared wants but yeah
1: and i think something that i want to mention influenced that desire is the need for community as a first generation immigrant i feel like that was what like pulled me to be like, you know what? I want this intentional, like, this person that's not my family because I have no family here. Yeah. And someone who put effort into loving me and being my support mm-hmm. um, and being my community. And I know that will require more than just hi, hello, or let's hang out once in a while. Yeah. Um, so that was the changing point for me. Um. And what does that look like for us now, and how do we continue to maintain that?
0: I think... For me, I think for us, we, but before I even get into that, I also think some things that helped to, you know, sort of push us into being intentional was just conflict as well. Mm. I think resolving conflict pushed us to have deeper conversations. So not just shoving it to the side, but explaining it and being honest and vulnerable. So that leading into my other answer, I think being vulnerable is very hard and that's something that we still try to do and i think it's on. so hard for both of us it's honestly. difficult like there's some times when i'm like mm, the vibes are not right right now and i'm like to are you good like are we good so like checking in and being like i feel this is this what you feel and if you're like oh no or you don't give me an emoji in a text i'm like are we good because me <laughs>
1: You don't, what? I don't give emojis.
0: Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, oh damn, she's Oh, you upset did have to me. learn that. Yeah, I had to learn that and be okay with this and be like, she's not upset. So, but I pull
1: full stops. I punctuate. I know. And I'm just like, damn.
0: Like it's, I put full stops as well, but I'm just It feels like, very
1: harsh when I text. Yes, yeah.
0: it does. <laughs> <laughs> or like a thumbs up to my, to my, oh wow, I had a great time. <laughs> you just like. Yeah, anyway, so I think that's one thing we do. I think also making time to hang out physically as well, like doing sleepovers, that's also important to us, and just having calls as well because we do have lives, we have daytime jobs, we have nighttime jobs, we have things to do.
1: She said, Nighttime jobs, I don't know, girl. (laughs) What nighttime jobs are you doing? You don't need to (laughs) know.
0: <laughs> but, like, you know, making time to be like, hmm, I've not heard your son's voice in a while. And it shouldn't even be in a while. For intentional friends, I'm like, not just sending funny stuff. And I feel like that's a different category of friendship. I don't even like TikTok friends. TikTok friends. But yeah, like intentional friends, talking to them, what's going on in their lives, like checking in, what happened to, I don't know, your dental surgery, like things like that. So I think just having that conversation of what you expect and also following up on it. And then like asking, am I, is this what you said you expected? Are you seeing results type thing? And this sounds like a business (laughs) presentation, key results, but like, you know, genuinely asking like, is there where I could be better? Like, is there a way you would want me to, is there an area of our friendship you would want to improve on? Things like that.
1: And this is why, this can be all your friendship. It
0: can be because it requires a lot of energy. A lot of energy. And you can't pour... That's something I'm trying to learn. I can't pour the same amount of energy into all of my friends.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, hard. it's also difficult if you're the only one that's... Like, if you're in a friendship where this level of intentionality is only your desire. What's point? Because it makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's hard work, it makes it worth it because I know... I'm doing all this, and without a doubt, Moyo will do the same for me. Correct. But if you're in a friendship, if you like doing you know all this, <laughs> they will leave you in the gutter. And I didn't know that's that okay. Is. Yeah. So I think it can be all your friendships, but mm-hmm. if you want intentionality in friendship, it has to be mutually desired. Yeah. I feel like you have to have the same definition and value in friendship, and for us that has been going through difficult conversations, saying, I know this is minimal and it might seem like a joke, but you just triggered me. Yeah. And conversations like that, and it's very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it exposes like growing pains, yeah. but at the same time, it is so beautiful to know that you have someone behind you at all times. You know that you have someone that... It's not even romantic. This person was not born into your family, so they're not kind of forced to be here. This person wants to be in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. She said tears. But yeah, so that's what it looks like for us now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the only other thing that I wanted to mention was the fact that it's not linear. Oh. (laughs) There are going to be weeks where it's going to be harder than others. You're literally adults trying to fight through life. And this is where yeah, communication the word fights fight through life, honestly. And so she um, yeah, you're literally adults trying to fight through life. So there are going to be weeks where you're like, babes, life was just tough this past two weeks. But you know my intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a long time to kind of trust those intentions. Yeah. But you know my intentions and you know that I want to build what we have as friends. It was just not. These two weeks were rough. And when you communicate that, the other person is not left thinking, like, "Oh my God, this person doesn't really care about this person has ghosted me." Like,
0: I don't want to have you. I don't want you to worry about the friendship. Mm. And I think that's the main thing. I want you to feel secure in Mm. in, in an intentional. That's the word.
1: That's it. Secure. I agree. Intentional. Secure
0: again we're tying this back to like romantic relationships you don't want to feel like this person is cheating on me if they don't talk to me for the next two weeks or like or they're not giving me the same or you'd be worried that they'll just break up with you because they're not really into it right so it's the same type of energy you should bring into your intentional friendships as well i need i need the girlies to also have the same behavior towards friendships because Wow, we all just
1: looking at And friendship, people just throw it to the side. Yeah. But it is very valuable. And it holds the same value as not maybe the same um, constituents of the value. But it holds mm-hmm. the same value as family. It holds the same value as romantic relationship. Each kind is fulfilling in their own way. And I would hate for people, which is why we're having this conversation, to miss out.
0: Mm-hmm. Not to experience it like... It's good.
1: It is good. (laughs) It is good. Um, But yeah, that's where we are. So with
0: all of that being said, what are some of your final thoughts about, you know, intentional friendships, having to keep them, having to be intentional? And like, what are some of the future conversations we would like to have surrounding this topic?
1: Final thoughts. I think the first thing I'm realizing is... Friendship is hard, Mm. especially as an adult. It is hard. But like I said, it's worth it. I think it is very fulfilling. Um, I appreciate how my outlook on friendship has grown with me Mm -hmm. Um, from when we were reflecting on the innocence and then how friends got you through school and university. Like, although you experience different Levels of friendship, they're all part of our story. Um, and I like how my outlook on friendship has kind of grown with me. Um, understanding that not all friendships will require the same level of intentionality and intimacy, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just other friendships be tough sometimes. <laughs> it's really tough. It is. But it, it is worth it. And I would love to have more conversation on making friends as an adult.
0: It's tough because you're like nine to five and I'm tired after. I don't want to go anywhere.
1: Making friends as an adult, why you should desire some intentional friendships. Mm. Friendship heartbreak, I feel like it's not talked about enough. My chest is pinning me. I even want to talk about the dynamic of how friendship between sisterhood has kind of been the way reality TV and all Mm. this media um, tells you that you're supposed to react or interact with other women, Mm -hmm. the toxicity in that, um, and the value of sisterhood, those are the conversations I would like to have in the future. I love it. What about you? I love, 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 love. Love Love it.
0: Um, I echo everything you said, really and truly. I think final thoughts are pretty much the same as well. I think the fact that friendship is hard i feel like it's such an understatement Mm -hmm. honestly it's really complex and it's complicated and it can also be simple all at the same time so and i just think friendship it's ironic because like when you're going through when you're adulting you don't want to do it alone you don't want to go through trying to figure out finance alone You don't want to figure out your career path alone. So it's really interesting that when you have the opportunity to, you know, build a friend who you can... Or not just one, like, multiple friendships in different facets. Like, being able to just build friendships who can help you and who can have community with you, remove you from being isolated so that you don't feel like the world is on your shoulders. It's interesting that people don't put a lot of effort into that. Mm -hmm. So I think friendship is hard but it's so worth it at the end and i definitely want to just encourage people to have the same to bring the same energy they bring towards you know dating or finding a romantic partner or even the effort they put into family um things like that like bring it into intentional friendships we're not saying bring it to all of your friendships because there are some friends that you go to they're just you know like a better like clubbing friends or like um painting friends or just different types of friends. So I think it's important to figure out the people you want to be intentional friends with, and then go from there and put that energy into it. But definitely want to talk about friendship breakups because that has, like I think everyone has experienced that, and also us being the heartbreakers in the friendship <laughs> as well. So um yeah. Those are my thoughts.
1: I couldn't have ended this podcast or this episode (laughs) more beautifully. Um, We've reached the end of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed having this conversation with us. I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with us. Um, Let us know on Instagram. Um, You can go to our Instagram at peasinapodcast.tm. Let us know how your journey with friendship has changed over the years. Um, And definitely look forward to our episodes discussing various complexities in friendship.
0: So we want y'all to encourage us by following us on Instagram. You can find us at peasinapodcast.tm. On Instagram, we would love for you to engage with our content, like it, comment, tell us, you know, what you'd like to see next. With this particular episode, tell us about friendships. We have funny stuff. We have memes. We have everything, you know. And then on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we are peas in a podcast and then we want you to to subscribe comment leave a review rate us um you know just encourage us let us know what we're doing right what you would like to see what we can improve on things like that and share the episode with your friends with your family share share it so that we know that we're doing something right you know you know
1: what i mean yeah yeah that's about it that's about it see you in the next episode everyone bye love and light (laughs)